out. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hear Me Out. My name's RJ. My name's Blay, and this is the podcast where two selfish best friends, RJ and myself, try to become better friends by convincing the other person they should like a new thing. Every week, we have a new subject, we have a new expert, and we have a new charity. The loser of today, RJ or myself, will be donating to a charity. RJ, what is our charity this week? That's right. Today's charity is Direct Relief. Uh, They work in the U.S. and internationally to equip doctors and nurses with life-saving medical resources uh, to care for the world's most vulnerable people, regardless of politics, religion, or ability to pay. If you guys also want to donate, you can go to directrelief.org. I love that. That's a great charity, man. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so here's here's the thing. Here's the thing about this week, friendo. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, What's today's topic, buddy? All right. So for those those people listening who might not be aware, a few years back, RJ and I had a dating podcast called RJ and Blay Suck at Girls. We did it for six years. It was great. And it ended because RJ got married. Congratulations, RJ. Well done. Well done. Okay. Thank you. So we talked about a lot of dating. We talked about, uh, about a lot of uh, sexual how did, why did I say it that way? I don't know. Issues. That was weird. But yeah, sometimes and we I, talked about sexual stuff. That's right. We had a few conversations about sexual stuff, but we never really dug into a a topic that I really wanted to, and per, uh, forgive my pun, go deep into. Oh, God. I know. Come on, man. God. Let me have this. Let me have the pun. <laughs> and so today I thought I would try to convince you to use sex toys in the bedroom. They are awesome. I love them to death. And I've brought along a fantastic expert. Uh, She's the host of The Seeker Podcast. That's totally normal. And you can find her at Ask Dr. T on Instagram and TikTok. It's Dr. Tessa Commerce. Hello, Dr. T. Hi. Hey, thank you guys for having me. I'm very excited to be here. And this is an awesome topic. So I can't wait. Oh, yes. Thank you so much yes. for coming. I am wildly uncomfortable. <laughs> I can already see RJ sweating over Zoom. <laughs> wow. Uh, but Dr. T, tell us a little bit about, now this is not exactly the same thing we're talking about today, but tell us a little bit about your podcast. Um, that's totally normal. It's because it's something that I, it deals with issue an issue that I absolutely love. Absolutely. So I actually, um, So That's Totally Normal is a podcast that's all about puberty, and we address issues ranging from periods and growth spurts and wet dreams to relationships and sex and the whole point of it. So it's called That's Totally Normal, and the idea is to provide some reassurance to people who are going through puberty and they feel like things in their body are going way out of whack. And so we're here to say, you know what? That's actually pretty darn normal. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's there to talk about some science behind puberty and some stories. We have guests, um, some young tweens who come on and share their own experiences. And we talk about all things puberty. So it's, uh, it's a blast. I I've loved working on it. Um, we're almost through our last episode of writing right now, so I'm I'm sad that it's going to be about done. But yeah, it's um it's all about puberty and how it's 
totally normal to feel totally abnormal. Yeah. I mean, again, like I, I think, um, you know, I was raised by raised by my parents. <laughs> I was raised oh, by really? and my and my parents <laughs> are uh, social workers. My parents are social workers. I was raised by wolves. It's a long story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, but um, but, you know, and, and so because my parents were social workers, we had a lot of open communication in our house. And so that was one thing. Looking back, I really valued and continue to value about my childhood is, you know, I, I I felt like I could ask my parents anything. And I think that a lot of people, unfortunately, don't have that experience. And especially yep. when, when, yeah, especially <laughs> when you're at that age, you know, you just feel like you're the, you are the weirdo. Everyone else is cool. You're the freak. And so I think I love your podcast and 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 that idea that, yeah, everything there's no such thing as I see. I would go the other way instead of saying that's totally normal. I would say there is no normal and there's not everybody. Everyone is weird in their own ways. And we all have quirks and different things. And I mean, I got gray hair when I was 14, you know, so it's there is no normal. No, that's a great point. I mean, we really do talk about how things are a spectrum and. I mean, I think on every on every podcast we episode we say um, everyone's different, and that's totally normal. So you're right. Maybe we maybe we should have gone with that's totally abnormal, no, and that's okay. Um, no, I, I no. think more people. Yeah, more people are going <laughs> to listen to the podcast that's called "That's Totally Normal." Then that's totally weird, dude. Yeah, because Doctor T, I come from the opposite uh, yeah. school of upbringing. Which is, and I'm sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening, God, I hope you're not. If you are, by the way, just go ahead and turn it off now. Yeah. Um, turn this off. I, you know, we, I, I grew up in a, a good Catholic home and, uh, you know, we didn't share much. It just felt a lot of, you know, you bury these feelings deep down and you feel a lot of shame. And that's, <laughs> that's how you grow Get up. Get down there. Get it's down. Right. You feel nothing. And uh, um, so you saying it's the it, you saying that it's totally normal, honestly, makes me even to this day feel much more comfortable. <laughs> oh, well, then uh, take a listen to the show. I'm so happy I it will. provides you some reassurance. <laughs> um, but no, you're you're both absolutely right in that there is a, a spectrum of family's comfort with talking about things. And Aaron, whether it's your gray hair or. You know, if you want to talk about pubic hair, um, I mean, you know, everyone has oh, a different that that rat, that rat <laughs> yeah, that rashes cover ninety eight percent of my body and different rashes. It's not just one giant rash. It's like yeah. I don't know. It's like I'm a human petri dish. So. Yeah, it's like different. Ooh, that different sounds levels. abnormal. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm growing like the Moderna vaccine in one armpit, and the and my neck has some penicillin God. on it, and I've got all there's God. basil coming off my ankle. I don't know. That's weird. Gross. Um, yeah, but uh, but no, yeah, I it, that's right. We all have weird things. Some of us have a lot of rashes and gray hair, and other people uh, don't have those things. I was going to ask you, what are some of your? If people wanted to, oh my god, that wow, what a great podcast! What are some uh, episodes that you love that you think people should start with uh, to listen to? That's to totally normal. Well, you know, we actually we mapped out sort of the um, episodes in order of sort of easing people into comfort about talking about things. Um, so we were kind of strategic about the placement of certain episodes so that we put more like the uncomfortable, you know, masturbation uh, sex topics a little bit later in the series. Although I think they're all 
great. Um, some of my favorites have been, we have a period episode where we have a guest come on and we just talk about the randomness um, of periods and product use. Um, I love our body image one. Um, I love our masturbation episode. Uh, it's just, there are, there are a lot of great, a lot of great episodes. So I would say, you know, we, we thought about the, the order of them to kind of ease people into it. But if you have a specific topic that you want to know more about, um, find that topic, you know, and specifically relating to things like masturbation and sex and sexual attraction. Um, you know, those are oftentimes, I mean, I guess body parts too, but those are the things that you really don't always talk to your parents about. You know, RJ, you said that, um, you were raised Catholic and so was my Mm -hmm. husband and no, no offense. I don't think my in-laws are listening to to the podcast, Um, but, um, they told my husband, you know, have sex, you do it and you die. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's more extreme than I got for sure. the praying mantis approach. Um, yeah. There are, um, you know, different levels of, you know, family comfort talking about um, different topics. And so I would say if there's one that you are interested in, check it out. But I am I'm totally proud of all of our episodes and um, just providing a lot of real information. Um, yeah, and that's- we're not tiptoeing around things. Yeah. That's that's one thing I'll say. I wasn't. My parents never said anything as extreme as like, if you have sex, you're gonna die, or you're gonna go to hell, or anything like that. No, they but, meant more like they would kill him. Oh yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I I got threatened for other things, but yeah. I I uh, when I grew up, just like a little bit of backstory, because I kind of want to hear Blaze as well. Since no, today we're talking no, about no, well, if we're talking about sex toys, we have to go back a little bit. And we have to understand why I am uncomfortable with it. And it probably is because I didn't have any exposure to like open communication about all this. Mm. So it was like me and all my high school girlfriends figuring all this stuff out on our own on a couch in a basement or in a car. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't. Or on a public bus. I was know? never going to <laughs> ever be caught going to a store to buy something ah, for right, sex. Right. You know what yes. I mean? Um, y- sure. Yeah. I mean that that makes sense, and it's also uh, I like your I like your subtle flex. By the way, all my high school girlfriends, all one good of flex, them. Yeah. shot at me, and all the yeah. locations. Oh my yeah. god, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you are and are just like in creative. in the park and in the movie theater, <laughs> and then again going home I on had the to bus. Get creative. <laughs> Jesus, man. It's just exhausting. You don't have time to go. To I know. You're, you're having sex 24-7. You're just covered in lube. Just constantly covered in Please. lube. It is raw My dog 24 no Okay, Jesus. God. Uh, no, yeah, I mean. Or it's a flex. I don't need sex no, toys. Yeah, I'm good for you. No, he does. Trust me, that's not the angle we're going with. That is, we all know that that's not the angle. Uh, that that much is obvious, Dr. T. Um, all right. So uh, we are going to take a quick break. But when we get back, I am going to convince RJ to use some sex toys in the bedroom. We'll be right back. 
uh, we've got the wonderful Dr. T with us. She is a, uh, you're a pediatrician, right, Dr. T? I am a pediatrician, yes, but I've, um, I really dove into adolescent health. And so I also um, am am pretty well versed in adolescent uh, interests and sex is one of them. So it's uh, basically, it's sex and Fortnite. Those are the two adolescent, (laughs) that's all it is, basically. Uh, um, Basically, basically that's that's the world we're in. And Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dr. T's here. She's got an amazing podcast, a uh, secret podcast called That's Totally Normal. Uh, Blay, I, I truly don't have any idea if you're going to be able to convince me here. No offense, well, Dr. T. That's all right. You know what? Oh, yeah. uh, I, I think we'll convince you. I think you. so, too. Uh, and so my first, here's my first <laughs> argument. And it's kind of something, it's kind of, it's, it's a little bit of what we've kind of already been talking about. So my first point is, look, man, like there is no such thing as normal or everybody's normal or everybody's weird, whatever. Point being, we're all on. It's a level playing field. Everyone is insecure whatever. But here's the thing. Communication is hard. Communication with your partner can be difficult and it can be even more difficult when you're talking about the bedroom because everybody's got insecurities. It does. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the rock. Everyone bodies are weird and everybody feels weird at at some point about their body. I don't know. The rock, he can do whatever he wants. No, you know what? I bet the rock does have a weird thing about himself. I I bet you he does. He thinks he's like, I don't know. My elbows aren't buff enough. Yeah. There's something. (laughs) Okay. Everybody's got something, man. Cause (laughs) that's what being human is being human. Unless you're like a psychopath or whatever. But so here's the thing. And so that's why I think it's hard to, Talk, have open lines of communication in the bedroom. It's hard to do that. And I think here's my first argument. My first argument is very simply toys help with communication in the bedroom. They help because you're bringing something else in that neither one of you. It's not part of your body. It's not part of your partner's body. It's this thing. So immediately you can make jokes about it. There can be bits about it. Oh, what's the color of this thing? Oh, what does this do? Oh, that's a weird thing. And it kind of diffuses things and it kind of breaks like an ice. It's an icebreaker. Exactly. Dr. T it's an icebreaker because it allows you to talk about sex without bringing up something, an insecurity that you might have and without kind of talking about your partner's body in a way that they might not like and you might not know. So mm. that's the thing. It's kind of like an impartial third party and it can open new lines of communication. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh, can I can I just ask a question real quick first? What can if we, I said no? What if I said no? Def- well, can we define, can you and Dr. T define sex toys for a second because all my head is going yes. to is like dildos well that's one <laughs> i mean dr t i'll say my definition and then yeah. you tell me what you and you you tell me if i'm i mean it's like anything is it also like costumes yeah. and uh handcuffs and shit or are we talking purely like i i am defining sex toys as a piece of equipment <laughs> used it to like uh sexually so like i'm talking dildos i like vibrators fleshlights uh butt plugs 
anal flesh, beads, flesh any of that stuff. I'm talking about any any of that stuff. What I'm not talking about is like the Indiana Jones costume. I know you were in the bedroom. Oh, okay. I'm not talking good. about cosplay. Good. I'm not talking about that's cosplay. already taken care of. Right. We're good. Right. But I would, you know, I would. T- yeah. I mean, the whip that goes with oh, the that might, might yeah, qualify. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say handcuffs yeah, maybe you. are on the outer edge of that is what I would say. I don't know. Dr. T, what do you think? OK, well, so my thoughts are, you know, first of all, with your your reflection on, you know, everyone having insecurities in the bedroom. Like, yes, totally. But it's an interesting theory that you would use a sex toy as an icebreaker, because I would actually challenge you to. Have the conversation outside of the bedroom, you know, before you get in. Oh, a hundred percent. Totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. yeah. Like, like rather than yeah. just spring yeah. this on right. them, you know, in the I bedroom. Maybe um, in a conference but, you know, room. I just say, hey, would you guys. <laughs> in a conference <laughs> oh, room. We're wearing you know, full suits. Parents, parkas. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. and your wife are zooming from different <laughs> yeah, rooms yeah. in the yeah. house. And that's how you're bringing it up is exactly. on like a yeah, zoom. <laughs> Um, no, Dr. T, I, I, I 100% agree. I, and by the way, I would step back and say, I don't think any conversation about sex should really happen in the bedroom. I think it should happen in, an, in a non-sexually charged environment. Well, that's a, yeah. I mean, I think that's a great starting point for um, bringing sex toys into the bedroom. But yeah, anything relating to to the bedroom, you're absolutely right that there will be some insecurities but you know talking with your partner about hey do you want to maybe like play around with this or enhance that and and so when it comes to sex toys like you could totally do like the bdsm like the bondage that's that's like the extreme end of things i would say but there are so many things in the middle that can count as sex toys that can really just enhance the experience for both of you. Um, so like things like you guys mentioned vibrators, but, um, they also make, um, like a vibrator that you can place in the vagina or in the underwear region. And then it comes with like a remote. Um, so you could actually kind of, I know we're in COVID time, so no one's going out to dinner, but like, it's kind of a fun way to potentially connect with your partner before the bedroom and like have your partner be in control of the vibrations like while you're out whoa, to whoa, eat whoa, or whoa, something. Whoa. Dr. Yeah. T, let me um, just stop you here for I one lo- quick I, second. I love where Dr. T is going with this. <laughs> RJ is so <laughs> nervous right Hold now. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. So, so nervous. I've got so much more. I can't wait. About, but I yes, can't yes, wait. Yeah, but there's, you're telling this. me there's a device where oh my God. I, there, I could have a remote or she could have a remote and we're eating dinner and I'm mid-bite and I'm like, Oh yeah, today was a great day at work. Uh, and then it, it just um, it just randomly comes on. Are you like yeah. a like foreplay, yeah, foreplay during dinner time? Oh yeah. brother. I mean, why are you surprised? Why would a vibrator not be remote controlled at this I point? I guess that's a good point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's, a point. that's right. RJ RJ's been using the one that just has the cord that runs yeah. under you the table and he's yeah. <laughs> it's connected like to her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's using the analog vibe. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's a diesel engine. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, could we have a table where I could set my sexual diesel engine next to the table? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that would be a real mood killer, <laughs> but not this. Just um, the fumes. So yeah, I mean that would be even something fun. Just like so, no pressure. You don't have to worry about like placement while you guys are in the bedroom. But that counts as a sex toy for yeah. sure. Um, and it it it's kind of fun and playful and sets the mood for later. Yeah. if you were interested. And, and also like there, there's all kinds of things, man. Like there's like. If you don't want to do a a, you know, like a vibrating dildo, you could do like have like vibrating eggs that you just you're just touching her on the outside or touching yourself or touching your dog. I wouldn't recommend the dog thing. But do you know what I'm saying? Like it's totally it totally (laughs) depends. There's all to Dr. T's point. There's a spectrum of toys. And I think that if you buy something and not in the bedroom, but you introduce it like, hey. Look what I got. And it, she's like, oh, my God, what is that? And you kind of, you can kind of have fun with it, man, because I know you and I love bits. We love jokes. We love bits. And many times that's how we deal with the things we don't want to talk about is we joke about them. Mm-hmm. And having a sex toy allows you to open a line of communication about you and your wife's sexual health in a way that's not threatening and it's it is it'll, it'll be comfortable for you. It won't be weird because you can make jokes about it and it'll be fun. So that's my first argument is yeah. it will diffuse any kind of tension and can open up lines of communication, which I know you have problems with when mm-hmm. it comes to sex. All right. Right. Oh, my great, God. RJ. Great. Yeah. RJ is like people can't see this because it's a podcast, <laughs> but RJ is like pacing back and forth. He keeps like leaning. Is he taking notes? Is he like it's the opposite? <laughs> no, right it's the opposite. He's like leaning yeah. off oh. the camera. He's like stepping away from the mic. I've never seen him like this, except for every single episode of RJ and Blaze Suck at Girls. OK, <laughs> so that's that's my first argument. Second argument. Number two. Look, man, I know you're like me. We're driven, we're motivated in our professional lives, okay? Okay. Don't you want to be your bedroom best? Don't you just want to be your best, bro? <laughs> now listen, let's just, let's make a quick parallel here to, are you texting? What are you doing? I'm right. What is that you're doing? No, I want to uh, remember your main points. Oh, okay. Um, so here's the thing. Episode. Yeah, okay. Um, you don't. Okay, so... Uh, Here's the thing. Be your bedroom best. Let me just draw a quick parallel, okay? One that doesn't have anything to do with sex. You are a screenwriter. If I said to you, there is a script writing program or there's an app or something along those lines that would help you start a scene perfectly every time and you'd be able to write a great scene, would you not download that program and use it every time immediately? Would you not? Uh... or would you at least try it? Would you be like, okay, I'm going to try this thing. That, wow, I can start a scene in a great way, even when I can't even come up with an idea. Wouldn't you do that just to be a better screenwriter? I would. Uh, Wait, okay. Go ahead, Dr. T. Sorry. I have, a, I have another question, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a great idea. But so another thing that I would be curious to know, how do you feel about lube? Uh, me? <laughs> RJ uh, likes I, a real yeah, dry yeah. hand job, no, like no, a no. sandpapery, like, no, like make I'm it for, hurt. I'm, I, make I it hurt. understand lube's utility. And oh my I, God, Jesus. Uh, can I ask if you've ever used yes, it? You can. And yes, I have. Yes. Okay. Right. So this is my idea with your script writing. The parallel to that is that are you open to a little assistance? 
Right, right. Or a little enhancement, you know, like if you are someone who is so proud and like, no, I'm not going to use a, you know, a screenwriting tool or no, I can naturally get, you know, my partner lubed up enough naturally that I'm not going to use lube. Just understanding our starting point. Yeah, no, you're right. If you're, if you're willing. I'm willing. Like to, to get a little help. I'm willing to use the lube, but, and this is a, uh, and this is this is the same with like I don't know about screenwriting, but something like I, my mind, because probably of my Catholic upbringing, my mind is going immediately to guilt for anything that's you know whatever. So like in my head, and I know this isn't it. I know that this isn't the same, but in my head, it's like steroids in baseball. You know what I mean? It almost feels wrong. It almost feels like, oh, I'm cheating. Like this isn't, I should be able, it's not a pride thing, but it's more like I should be able to do this without the assistance. Do you know what I mean? Fine. But yeah, it goes back to insecurity. You feel like, oh, right. I'm insecure if I need to bring a toy into the bedroom. But to Dr. T's point, like a, like a little, like a little assist, just because you just because like, but all of those guys who use steroids can also play baseball. That's yeah, the true, same. True, totally, right. Totally. So a and B like, think about again, to go back to the screenwriting thing, you're using final draft, right? What I'm the not, fuck? So right. you're not writing things longhand. So you use assistance in literally every single thing in your entire life. You drive a car, you drink coffee. <laughs> if you're tired, like, right. uh, so what is the problem with the bedroom? thing? No, all no, of a sudden I, you have to be it. pure about it. Like, Oh, I need, Oh, I can only, you know, that's, it's that I'm no, just no, saying, I, like, I, I, no, and it's, yeah. and it's not, again, it's not, trust me. I wish I was more okay with it, but I'm not, I'm trying to figure out the reasons. I think that the screenwriting thing is a great Dr. T. I love the lube example because that's kind of like using final draft. That's like using the program to give assistance. Okay. But in my head, using a toy is like, if I were just to keep this, (laughs) this metaphor going, if I were going in for a pitch say, and I brought in like, or no, here's a better example. If I was doing stand up like I used to do, it would give me the same feeling as if I started doing prop comedy. I would feel a little hacky. I would feel a little like, here's this thing that I brought with me to enhance my performance. You know See, what I mean? I think I think you need I think you need to move the line. Because I would yeah. put the I would put the line at, oh, did you write jokes before you went on stage? Sure. Okay. Yeah, you so you say. prepare so you prepared, right? You prepared right. to go do stand-up. And by the way. And it and it went it went much better than if you just got up and started talking. Right. So exactly, that's I would in your brain move the line. I I right, see what right. you're saying, but I, I I totally think it's just a perspective issue when it comes to that particular issue you have. What do you think, Doctor T? Well, I would also say so. I'm thinking about your baseball yeah, analogy yeah. too, and like it's almost like oh, this isn't this isn't fair, but like going to a minor league game versus like a major oh, league okay. game. And you like and and there there's still it's like the same game, but like the whole experience is a little bit different. And it doesn't mean, you know, like you go to a minor league game and there are like games for the kids on the <laughs> sideline and yeah. like it's cheap and it's fun and like, you know, there's like the mascot running around. It's like very 
wholesome. And then you go to a major league game and that's like you spend loads of money. Like it's it's still like the quality of play is just a little bit. It's it's the same. It's thrilling. It's actually fun to experience (laughs) on like a minor league game with no sex toys is boring. (laughs) Okay, I maybe follow you maybe. and I 100% uh, agree. I'm just trying to think. Get in the major no, leagues, bro. Not what I'm saying. Get in the major leagues. Like, they're just different. They're different experiences. Yeah, one's fun and one isn't. No, and no. so, like, rather than saying, like, rather than saying you're bad at sex, you need a sex toy, think, let's have fun in the bedroom a different way uh-huh. today. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, it's not like you're bad. It's not like we're saying you're cheating. Right, right, right. But... It's just way more fun. If you're willing to kind of do a different. <laughs> it's a thousand times more, more fun and exciting. <laughs> um, and my here's my final point. Here's my final point. And look, man, I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I, I hate to bring up space. I feel like you love outer space. Oh, outer space. We talk about outer space all the time. <clears throat> and I'm going to use. Where is this? I'm going to use your. <laughs> I'm going to use your favorite thing against you. Okay. All right. Which is. Humans have created technology (laughs) that have allowed us to go to the moon. We just landed on Mars, another rover on Mars. To ignore technology and the advancement of humans is foolish. It's a fool's gambit. All right. Think of all the advancements in tech that humans have created. All right. That you use plastics. You know, think, look at that hat. Look at that shirt. All created with machines. All created with machines that humans have invented. You think you're so great in the bedroom that you don't need to use any machines. I live the caveman's life in the bedroom. That's right. I don't need any. That's right. All I'm saying is, dude, humans have done it. Like, why not enjoy the fruits of, of human technology, man? Enjoy the fruits of it. Stop letting your fear keep you from enjoying the amazing advancements that people have slaved over to make. Uh, <laughs> or your pride. Fear or pride. Thank you. Like it's Thank yeah, you, Dr. Just, T. I agree. <laughs> I think Dr. T, I, I think it's more, if I'm being completely honest. I think it's more fear-based, in my opinion. Okay. So what would you say to someone who's, you know, <laughs> maybe hitting puberty and really scared of using sex toys? Like, what? Oh, my how, gosh. What? I would not. <laughs> RJ's, uh, and by the way, we I should preface this by saying RJ is just starting puberty. Right, right. right. Oh. oh, okay. Uh, All right. In that case. No, but like, um, what would you say to someone who is, like, nervous about it? Okay. What would you say to RJ, who's clearly afraid of using sex toys? Right. Yeah. So total disclaimer here. I'm not talking to teenagers about sex toys. But what I am talking to them about on my other social media platforms is being more comfortable with your own sexuality and understanding what feels good to your partner as well as yourself. And what I have thrown out there in the past is, you know, I've, I've made videos and, and posts on on my social media on statistics like only about 20 to 25% of women have vaginal orgasms alone. So just with vaginal penetration, an orgasm is only happening in maybe like a quarter of those folks. And so it is, it's up to you and your partner, what feels good and what the end goal of sex is. But if it is an orgasm, then 
you know, pulling in some extra help um, and being more familiar with your anatomy and what feels good um, is really healthy. And if you're ready to maybe, I mean, if you're willing to talk to your wife about like what feels good in the bedroom and, and even like start small, like with that little, I think the remote control vibrator would be a fun little toy for you just to, to ease into it. But, um, there are many other ways that you can use sex toys to just get more enjoyment out of sex. And you know what, now that I'm talking about it too, like I have already shared that I have many, I have close acquaintances who are Catholic, so nothing against Catholicism. Um, but I know a lot of people who do struggle with sort of that guilt component. And it's not even necessarily related to Catholicism, but there is nothing wrong with getting pleasure from sex. And um, I think that a lot of folks still view it as, you know, oh, it's something I'm supposed to do with my partner or, you know, it's for procreation. Um, But it really, I, I, I don't know that our society is quite there yet in viewing it as just something that's super fun. And, and again, it's whatever your ultimate goal is out of sex, but if it's orgasm, toys can really help and really enhance the experience. So I don't know, I would talk to your wife about what do you want out of sex and are you getting everything out of it? And I think that also as your relationship progresses and you guys get a little bit older together, it can keep things spicy and exciting in the bedroom so absolutely absolutely well said well well said dr t 100 percent. i haven't even talked about like yeah the cock rings and stuff like that so i mean there's so many vibrating cock rings no yes get those little they have these little disposable vibrating cock rings man go go buy they sell them at gas stations go get one at a gas station oh uh next time you get gas you know there you go (laughs) Uh, all right, we are. I have laid out my points for why RJ should get into sex toys. And after the break, we're going to hear RJ's verdict. We will be right back. All right, we're back. We are back, and we are with Dr. T from the fantastic podcast That's Totally Normal. Uh, and of course, you could find her at Ask Dr. T on Instagram and TikTok. And Dr. T's podcast is all about puberty and the changes that we go through uh, in our younger years. And today we are talking about something a little bit different, which is I think that RJ should start using sex toys in the bedroom, should conquer his fear. And my three arguments are, look, man, toys help with communication. It allows you a fun bit to talk about before you get into the bedroom to then maybe open the door to talk about some other issues that might arise during sex. It opens lines of communication. I think, look, we all want to be our best in every aspect of life. Why not also the bedroom? Be your bedroom best and use what is available to us as humans in the world. And finally, my third point is to to spit in the face 
of technology and human advancement is foolish. <laughs> it's foolish. Shame on you. You know, we put a man on the we put a man on the moon. We put rovers on Mars. We've sent the Voyager past the heliosphere into interstellar space, and we also have vibrating cock rings that you can buy at a gas station. You should get into this. It's a great area. Uh, and now I think it's time, Doctor T. Do you have any final words before we hear RJ's verdict? It doesn't make you less of a man. Yeah, it makes you more of it means it means that you respect your partner and you want both of you to get the best experience out of your bedroom, back of your car, movie theater relationship. All right. That's public bus. I don't know where you're doing it. Yeah, RJ, you know, (laughs) I don't want to, you know, I don't want to wherever, man, you know. All right. All right. So let's hear it. Here we go. Here we go. And by the way, can we just say RJ is so uncomfortable right now? Yeah. I love it. I absolutely (laughs) chef's kiss. First of all, before, first of all, Dr. T, thank you. You've you've (laughs) said this as eloquently as anyone's ever put it to me. Uh, So Blake. My pleasure. Yeah. Opening, opening up lines of communication using it as an icebreaker is an interesting point i think i agree with dr t on this one where i think uh i'm probably not going to use the sex toys to open up the lines of communication but i get where you're going with it um, but it w- it will open up a line of communication regardless totally okay uh, the bedroom best thing be your bedroom best i you know it it when Dr. T put it in a frame that I could, uh, you know, understand about minor league and major league baseball, that's when I started to actually get it. So speaking kudos language. to you, Dr. T, you're speaking well my done. language. Uh, and then <sighs> foolish for not using, I mean, not using technology. Yeah. Yeah, but then you lost me when you said buy it at a gas station. There's got to be other good places well, to buy course. a that was, yeah. that was a joke. Come on. <laughs> Jesus, um, God. So, listen, this this one is tough. It's like I'm is stuck it, in a spot Is here. it? It's a is whole it tough? 34 years of thinking a certain way, but, Jesus. and this is a big but, I'm going to do a first on this show, <gasps> and I'm going to push. I'm not going to say yes, I'm going to do it, but I'm not going to say no, but I am going to open up the lines of communication with my wife and I'll get back to you on it. Okay. So I will donate. I think that's the right answer. Let me talk to my wife. That's the right answer. I think that's a win. Thank you. That wait, yeah, I agree with Dr. T. That you are saying, yeah. But I think by talking to your wife, that's not a yes. push, dude. I think that's a yes. But I'm not saying yes. yes. But you are. I'm well, you're not saying no. Possibility. Yes. I'm not saying no. That's what I'm oh saying. It's a push. God, going, you are I- so fucked up about sex. It makes me crazy. <laughs> Listen to yourself. A push. First of all, no, you can't push on this podcast. Well, Second I just of all, did. no, you can't. You that is a thing. You are saying that you're gonna. Talk to your wife about it, which is a yes, which is a yes. Regardless of whether you use them or not, you're not saying you're not going to. So I think it's a yes. That's a yes. You don't have to use them for for it to be a yes. That's great. Well, it will be a win for both of us, for sure. If he ever unfucks his brain about (laughs) sex. (laughs) 
Jesus Christ, man. You know what, dude? I'm going to buy a bunch of vibrating cock rings and send you like 500 oh, of them God. to your house. Guess what? That's what's going to happen. You're going to donate to the charity you know, and I'm going to buy cock rings. It took him a long time to get to this place. It did. Mentally, You're right, Dr. As far T. as what he thinks right. about sex. That's true. So we got to slowly, you know what? slowly get him back from the from the edge there. You're right. So I think I think that's a win. You're right. Thank you for being the voice win. of reason. I am a child who gets angry at RJ. <laughs> you are correct, Dr. T. I agree. Well, I'm competitive as fuck. Uh, no, I totally. I, I think crazy. I think we won. I think we won. I think we did. <laughs> Listen, I'll definitely I'll donate to the charity. <laughs> I'll I'll have a conversation. Oh my god! But Unreal. that's all I could promise right now. Unreal. I can't. I can't wait for your wife. I can't wait for this. The conversation to go like this. You're like, honey. I was thinking about a sex. T-. She's like, yes, God, yes. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, uh, Doctor Tessa Commerce. Thank you so much for coming. This was such a blast. And everyone listening, please, please, please check out uh, her secret podcast. That's totally normal. And follow. Uh, Dr. T at Ask Dr. T on Instagram and TikTok. It's a great podcast about puberty. And um, yes, and obviously, Dr. T, you have a great sense of humor about the whole thing, which we love. Thank you for coming. Um, Thank you so much for having that's me. Absolutely. Uh, and you guys can tune into new episodes of Hear Me Out every Wednesday. Please rate and review and tell your friends. And if there's something you want us to debate, you can send us an email at hearmeout, hearmeout at gmail.com. Thank you, Brett Kushner, for producing the podcast. Strange Hotels for the theme song. And we will see you next week. Thanks so much. Hear me out.